Love Talk Radio. Granny Hawker and Big Twin. Yeah, I hope everybody is happy, healthy, and safe out there. It is Monday. It is day, I don't even know, double digits of quarantine, at least here in New York State anyway. Uh, there is nothing to do, and wrestling isn't even... I mean, we thought Raw and SmackDown sucked before. Watching them in an empty facility is even worse. Um, and so, you know, I, I'm just nervous about WrestleMania here. The fact that they're going to do WrestleMania with no fans in the WWE Performance Center. Um, a little bit little bit upset about that. I just figured postpone and have it later in the summer. And they're going to break it up into two days, Swing. Yeah, that's, that's even worse. Well, you know, think about this, though. You know, with the empty arena... And be watching uh, for our guests. We call them from a two one eight number. Um, yep. Because we got a big show tonight. But you know the whole empty arena thing. It, it kind of reminds me of uh, when I used to go out and wrestle. That's about how many fans I could draw uh, when I was wrestling and when I was doing comedy shows. <laughs> I, I used to draw that many fans. Man. What zero? A lot of crickets. <laughs> yeah. I, as a matter of fact, I invented a, a, a sound app called Pocket Crickets. <laughs> Pop, pocket Crickets? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man. But I can't. Uh-oh. We do have a guest on. She is on with us. Um, I was going to uh, let this rock for a minute if you want, or I can bring her on. Let's do that. All right, let her rock. Bring her on, I'll introduce her, then we'll go to her. I'll, I'll hit her right in the morning. You want me to stop it at minute 15? Yeah, oh, yeah. let me know. Alright. Walking down the aisle. About to step in the ring with us right now. That's right. Grandma. 
Was it yeah, the Big Daddy Cool Awards? Eighteen moves at the Air Force. I do still have that. Um, and my parents adored Big Daddy Cool, so they they uh, still ha- have those memories for sure. Right. And real real quick background, then we'll talk about why you're really here. I mean, I, I this is this is your time. But uh, what people don't might not know is your father was uh, was the uh, Broadcaster was the Eastern Stick was the Carson Wentz back in his day at North Dakota State University, and uh, your father was also a the famous basketball coach before Saul Phillips and um, our, our current coach. So uh, yeah, you got uh, quite the lineage there. Yeah, the North Dakota State Bison go back many, many uh, generations in our family, um, and yep, Dad was a. All-American quarterback back in the day. I and I that's kind of where I get a lot of my sports side of me. So yeah. Bison. And, uh, yeah we, trust me, we, we we hear an awful lot about the Bison on this program with uh, Jack. <laughs> and uh, I'm ashamed to admit this, and you uh, you know I probably shouldn't bring it up, but I can't stop myself. And then we'll go on to what you uh, uh, as uh, as you know. Uh, your sister was actually my first crush back in high school, and uh, of course she was major league. I was little league, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> do you say that like uh, was, was she a senior and you were like a junior or a sophomore, or how do you say that? What do you mean by that? No, I was a, I was a sophomore. She was a freshman. Oh man. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, we'll, we'll get off that topic. That's a story for another time. But anyway. Uh, Michaela, now that you're uh, with us, uh, if you want to give us a quick little background uh, about uh, yourself, and then we're going to talk to you about the initiative that you got going on. Yeah, well, I appreciate you guys bringing me on and uh, sharing some uh, airtime here, especially during this very unique time in history, right? Um, I'm with you. I'm actually um, I'm in Washington, D.C. right now, quarantined on an Air Force base, and um, out of all of the things that have happened in my 20 plus years um, military career, I can honestly say that this is, this is the first. So to everybody out there that, um, you know, there's been a lot of events, a lot of sports that have been canceled. I'm with you guys. Like it's, it's hard to see some of these um, big events that we look forward to every year be canceled. But, um, you know, I just, i I wish for uh, everybody to hopefully use this time to, you know, be able to uh, reflect and learn and, you know, just be able to um, hopefully this will pass soon and we'll be able to be stronger for it on the other end. So. Minutes here with Michaela. So now you, uh, you, is it a program that you started some kind of exercise or uh, a memorial uh, thing that you got kind of uh, take us through the, um, the inception of uh, the the program that you you have. Yeah, well, um, today is actually a very special day. Um, one thing that we've done in our military family network is to commemorate uh, those that we've lost along the way. So our heroes um, of the fallen. And today, um, the 23rd of March in 2003, we lost one of our Air Force pararescuemen, a Master Sergeant Michael Maltz. Um, overseas, he was on mission um, saving. He was actually out on mission to save some Afghan children's lives and um, did not come home, lost his life there. And so 
on this weekend um, and on this day, what we like to do is do a fitness, kind of a wellness challenge that um, is a lot like functional fitness or some of your CrossFit moves. Um, but we do that to commemorate just not only Math Sergeant Malt, but also all of those that have lost their life in whether it's overseas in, in conflicts or in accidents or, um, you know, we've got this rising rate of, of um, veteran suicide. So, so one of the things that um, we did is we decided to open up a wellness retreat in Minnesota to bring the uh, survivors, so their widows um, of the fallen, to come and to just be able to do wellness activities, um, everything from paddleboarding to yoga to massage and be able to, you know, just have some community with people who've walked in their shoes that understand what it's like to lose a, a service member. And um, so today's a really special day to be able to commemorate Master Malt. But, um, you know, we do that also at Holbrook Farms Retreat and the Survivors of Heroes Retreat in Minnesota. And, you know, to tie kind of what you guys are doing too, and I'm excited to hear from your other guests tonight because really what it is is it's finding something you love. And in your guys' case, you know, the love of wrestling, the love of WWE, and being able to come together as a community that has similar like-minded challenges or similar like-minded uh, interests and be able to uh, just find ways to move forward and, you know, get through tough times. Kayla Benson is our guest here. we got about uh, 12 minutes here left with Michaela. Uh, I'll, answer you one, I'll ask one more question. I'm going to kind of send it around the room. We'll give uh, each uh, each uh, co-host one question each. But uh, Now, if uh, with the retreat that you have, uh, is that uh, year-round or is it once a year? And uh, how would, uh, if someone wanted to partake, how would they sign up for that? Yeah, so right now we are doing, um, and this is our seventh season at the farm, we are planning on doing four retreats this summer. But, again, due to current events with the virus, um, we have made the tough decision, but I think the responsible one, but is to cancel our June retreats. We're going to hold on canceling July, August, and September for now. But, um, but what we usually do is we have a group of 10 to 12 come um, and they hang out at the lakes of Minnesota. And um, so we have a wait list, though, of over 100 ladies. So what our goal is, is we're planning on expanding to different locations across the United States and hopefully overseas as well. Um, and so how they would come, um, really, if you've lost a loved one, um, anytime, but we try to prioritize our guests within the last five years. And, again, that can be from losing them in service, um, in an accident, um, to an illness, or also to suicide. You're welcome to join us. Um, we're also always looking for volunteers to join us and help for, put on the retreats. And they would just go to our website, which is holbertfarmsretreat.org, and um, sign up. There's a place to just click. to. You can either click to sign up as a guest, or you can click to come as a volunteer. We're always looking for people that have time or a talent or resource that they'd love to be able to contribute. And, again, this is just to make sure that those that have given the ultimate sacrifice to our country uh, by losing a loved one in military service, 
um, that they're able to never be forgotten. So, um, so yeah, so mostly in the summer, we know that not everybody likes to come to Minnesota in January. So it's right now we're in uh, June through September, and then we're looking to expand into other parts of the country. Um, well, you know, I might have to uh, come out and volunteer in September. Maybe I can uh, spend my uh, uh, honeymoon out there. Uh, Michaela Benson uh, is our guest here. we got about nine minutes. Uh, let's go to Granny. Granny, what do you have for our guest? My good friend, Michaela Benson. Well, hello, and first of all, thank you for your service, and thank you for what you're doing to help these people um, better themselves. Um, I've just been amazed by listening to you talk about what you do for these people and how you're helping them during, you know, really difficult times, and, you know, and being the wrestling fan that I am, it's it's very... I'm having wrestling withdrawals because I'm such a huge wrestling fan and all of our independent shows have been canceled because of this virus. And so I'm hoping that it doesn't last very long. Um, What made you decide you wanted to get involved in helping people with what you're doing? Yeah, well, thank you, Granny. Uh, I appreciate it. You know, it's an honor to serve. Uh, We live in the greatest country ever a uh, lot of great countries I've had a chance to visit through my military service, but we really do, even with uh, the ups and downs, we live in a fantastic place. Um, one of the reasons that we got involved is, and I'll, I'll kind of take you back to when uh, the icon um, or Big Daddy Cool and I were in school in North Dakota, um, I, I really didn't know, you know, I, I I wasn't sure what I wanted to do growing up, kind of what is that? What do you want to be when you grow up? I didn't know. Um, But I knew I loved people, and I wanted to be able to um, be a part of a team. And that my basketball career led me to the Air Force Academy. And um, hindsight, you know, I always tell people I was probably one of the least likely that anybody ever thought would go to the military. But it's been a great career and uh, it's been 24 years of wearing the uniform this May. So, um, wow. but unfortunately, you know, my my career started. I went to four years of school at a military school at the Air Force Academy, and then I graduated in 2000. And then, of course, 9/11 happened. And so, my entire career has really been in a time of war. And we don't always think of it that way, but the global war on terrorism and you know, I've, I've been in places in Iraq and Afghanistan to serve. And I'm, I remember a general in school had said, you know, look around the auditorium, which is not everybody is going to make it to their 20-year reunion. And unfortunately, that was very true. Well, we've lost a lot of great friends along the way. And um, I think that's what this current events with this virus is really kind of bringing home is that, you know, we're, we're losing a lot of great people maybe earlier than what um, we originally thought. So, so that being said, we had lost, my husband and I both serve, and we lost a lot of his classmates. Um, we had lost a couple of classmates from our local area in West Fargo um, to a plane crash, and that left a good friend of mine as a young mom. <clears throat> and I just never, I, I never wanted them to feel that they were by themselves or that they were left behind. And, um, again, I think what you guys are doing, it's so cool because you're bringing the community together, and I just think that that's important. we got to make sure that we, we bring the community together. And one of the second-order effects of this retreat has been that 
you know, the, the community of Detroit Lakes, Minnesota, where the farm is, where the retreat center is, is they, there isn't a lot of military presence there, like some of the other cities, like especially out here in Washington, D.C. And so it's allowed them an opportunity to connect with the military and to be able to give back to those that serve our country. So, um, but that's really, I've lost a lot of good friends and just for the nature of service, we and, and wellness and health and wellness and uh, working out, again, going, going back to what the icon had mentioned at the malt challenge, um, that's always been a big thing for me when times get tough and you're know, going through uncertainty or, you know, maybe a little bit of not sure what's going to happen next. Um, if I just go for a walk or run or do some planks or do some yoga, it's always helped me to be able to ground myself and handle whatever situation comes our way. And so I just wanted to be able to share that gift of being able to be well and, you know, it's always more fun to work out together as a team and it's always more fun to be connected. So it kind of brings all those things together. So thank you for that that's question. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Michaela, Benson, Michaela Benson, I guess we've got about five minutes here. So, uh, uh, Otto, uh, we'll move to you. A quick question, and we'll go to Big Swing. And then, uh, unfortunately, we have to say goodbye. But uh, go ahead, Otto. What do you got? It's Otto Von Kletch here. Thank you again for your service. And I think really most importantly, uh, if you could just let our, our listeners uh, uh, once again tell them more about this retreat on the website, where to go to for that, because that seems like such a great thing that you're doing. And uh, just thank you for your service. Oh, man, thank you. And sorry I missed you on my first uh, intro, but Otto – um, yeah, you can, if you Google Holbrook Farms Retreat or go to holbrookfarmsretreat.org, you'll be able to find our website there. We also have a couple videos that explain the retreat. Um, it's really, it's one of those um, passion projects that has not been, um, it, it would never have been possible without a whole team helping out. So, again, if there's anybody that wants to, or if, if you know somebody that has lost a loved one to military service, please send them there. If you or somebody you know would be interested in helping, and you don't have to be in Minnesota, you can do it from afar. Again, we're proving this virtual concept. I love it. Um, and, you know, again, the more that people can spread the word and share the site. We also have a Facebook page. Um, so we'd love for you guys to find us there as well. Holbrook Farms Retreat. Well, there it is. And then, uh, and, to, and to help our uh, fans out that have trouble spelling, could you spell that out for us? Yep. Holbrook, it's actually the name of a lake that we sit on, H-O-L-B-R-O-O-K. And farms, because it is a maple syrup farm, we do make maple syrup there, which is super fun. And retreat. That's wow, thank you. Big Swing. I'd like to come down and volunteer. Maybe we can make some icon syrup. But go ahead, Big Swing. What do you got? We got Michaela Pence. We got three minutes. <laughs> well, I'm, um, I was just listening, and, and you guys did a pretty good job of covering uh, a lot of, you know, what she does and, and a lot of what, you know, she's involved in and things that she's done throughout. Um, so I guess I kind of want to know, coming from an area – See, I'm from New York, so so it's a lot different. I I've been to Fargo once uh, to visit the Icon during the, uh, the Maui Madness event, but coming from Fargo, um, do, do you find that you know 
when you travel different places and things, do you have a better appreciation of it because of, you know, being from the country or, or, or would it be kind of like you're, you're used to nothing really shocks you, you know, when, when you see other places because of that? Like for me, when, when I go places coming from New York, I'm like, <clears throat> me, I mean, I'm either like, wow, this is like awful or I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. But I was wondering if from the country, it, you know, well, I shouldn't say the country, but from an area like Fargo, if, if it's any different in that regard. Yeah. Oh, I love that question. Um, I will tell you, I left for basic training the year that the movie Fargo came out. So I can't even tell you how many times I had to say, yeah, sure, don't you know, you betcha. Um, John, yeah, John Candy. Yeah. 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 Um, but at the same time, um, I, I do think, first of all, high fives to my New Yorkers because, again, uh, I love that part of our states, um, you know, lots of history there and very important to um, gaining our independence there. So um, so I've always appreciated visiting you guys up there. Um, but I do think one of the things that's been kind of cool, I've lived now in, I'm up to eight different states and spent a lot of time in different states for training. And then I've been able to live overseas for periods of time. And I think really what it comes back to coming from a place like Fargo, and you'll always hear this, it's the people. And I never really appreciated that because I love people from all over. I mean, I just, people are my thing in general, but, um, but there is something to be said about the hospitality, the work ethic, um, just the, the positivity that was from the place that I grew up and the love of sports, the love of supporting their community, um, it was it was a big thing to be able to grow up there. So um, so I do love going back, um, and and I do look forward to moving back up there one day in, in retirement whenever <laughs> Uncle Sam is done, done with me. But, well, I, um, I, will but I, you, I, do, I will give you that. Coming from New York, um, a lot of people you can walk by them on the street, and they're you know they're they got their face in their phone or whatever, and you say hi to them, they kind of either walk by you or give you this look. Like, you know, who are you? Why are you talking to me? Kind of a thing. Whereas when I went to Fargo, um, you know, everybody was so super friendly. Um, sometimes over the top friendly, just coming from New York where everyone's kind of rude, you know, all the time. Um and and you Not know, the whole direct. Yeah, well the whole Far, Fargo yeah. the whole the whole oh, Fargo. Like welcome to Fargo. You know, I was like, it sounds like, like Canada, you know, like this, this is crazy. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I only spent a day, I wasn't here very long, but, uh, you know, I, I spent a week there one afternoon and it was, it was, it was interesting. It was a, it was a different, um, different atmosphere for me. And, and, but that, that is the one thing with the point that you bring up is the people, they, they, they were always super friendly um, not just the icon, but but everybody I spoke with. So, so yeah, that's a, that's a valid point with that as well. Uh, we have uh, Michaela Benson here as our guest here. Uh, Michaela, uh, hopefully, uh, I I know you're busy press the time, but hopefully hey, you can hang cool. with us for another. Hopefully you can uh, hang with us for another few minutes because uh, our next guest is not quite ready to call in. So, uh, do you got a few more minutes? I do. Yeah, I'd love it. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Maybe. Uh, and I know this probably bore our fans, but 
I'd like to uh, maybe go over a few me- uh, memories that we could talk about, um, you and I, um, and then I'll see if you remember them. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I, I hope you guys won't get too boring, but if you guys want to chime in uh, and uh, comment about it, that's fine, because uh, our next guest is scheduled for 17 minutes. We won't keep that long, Michaela, but uh, now uh, let's see if you remember this one. Um, let's see. I was in uh, seventh grade, and uh, you were in eighth grade, and we were in a play together. Do you remember that? Oh, my. I do remember that. Um, I've got to think of what it's called. Um Lucky Dollar. The Great Ghost Chase. Yes, yes. You you were the uh, you were the secretary. Uh, you uh, you had the uh, you had the thing at the side of the stage, and I came in right after you. Yes, my short-lived um, stage, yeah, musical uh, career. Yes. And uh, there's uh, uh, I want to kind of take you back here now. Like I say, I hope our callers don't get bored. If you guys do, I don't care, but. Anyway, uh, let me take let's take you back senior year, okay? Uh, EDC tournament, uh, and uh, we were down by uh, three with uh, about three seconds left, and uh, we had to make a three to send this into overtime, and uh, they had uh, they had uh, Craig Bloggin, our coach, had called in a play, uh, and. Uh, they, uh, the play was to go into a uh, a senior, um, and that uh, senior was Michaela Benson. And uh, take us from that point when the, they called in that play. Man, I tell you what, guys, you've got such a better memory than I have. Uh, but what I do remember most about my time uh, on the basketball court is that I had a fabulous team. Um, we got to play, and, and I, I remember there are some clutch shots. Um, in fact, the one that will go down history, I've, I've got one of those half-court, you know, last-second uh, switches, which was fun. But I will say that sports, for me, um, really has gotten me to where I am today. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm super proud of you know, the memories and what we've been able to do. But I think just the leadership skills, the teamwork, um, having support, like our super fans um, has made a huge difference. And, um, and I, you know, I was really excited as I was doing some research on you guys. I didn't realize that um, wrestling, WWF, WWE, was started on the East Coast. So I'm like, oh, there's our tie to our East Coast friends, I think up in Connecticut, right? And um, right. and then I start, started doing some research on women of WWE because, you know, I was big watching it in the 80s, and there just wasn't as much of a presence. They've always, you know, been there. But uh, I'm really proud of the women of WWE. Like, they are bringing it strong right now. So, um, and I just happen to be one of the things I'm studying this year is uh, how to bring gender equality through sports. And so... Uh, I was doing some research, and the women at WWE support that. They support a program called um, uh, Program for a, or a Sports for a Purpose, and it's bringing more sports to to girls, and because uh, that makes all of us better. So again, I'm just I'm super excited to be here with you guys to to share your love and 
Granny, I agree. It's fun to find uh, something that you're passionate about. And uh, so hopefully we can watch maybe some of the good memories of uh, the 80s, some of the Hulkamanias um, to be able to pass this time. Uh, But at the same time, I, I just appreciate what you guys are doing for sharing the love of something that you're passionate about. Well, you know, no, you mentioned uh, you mentioned Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I've actually yeah. had dinner with that man. I've actually had dinner with that man before, and he and I've met him and his wife and one of his daughters. And I, I, he's absolutely wonderful. I love Jim Duggan. He's, he's he is absolutely town, amazing. He's from a town about thirty minutes north of me in Glens Falls. Yeah, Glens Falls, New York. Good town. Yeah, Good sports town. So cool. And then I have to put a shout out to my nephew because he's about to turn 10 here in April and he's made me a huge John Cena fan. Oh, well, happy birthday to your nephew. Yeah, I'm coming back around. So, So, uh, you know, um, uh, we we got some killer bits here. We're going to wrap this up here uh, shortly. Like I said, I don't want to take up too much time and I might get a little emotional uh, on this next uh, segment, but Anyway, uh, one thing that uh, people uh, don't realize is that uh, when I started out as the cameraman uh, manager for uh, Fargo South, we won the we won the state uh, championship when I was a uh, uh, sophomore, and uh, I was always blessed to be part of that team. And uh, I had uh, uh, seven older sisters. Uh, on that team, we had uh, Michaela, of course. We had uh, Steffi Backer. We had Kristen Hetland. We had uh, Sarah Weigel. We had uh, Brenda Baldner. We had Laura Kelly, and we had Jenny Olson. And uh, I had, uh, I was honored to have seven older sisters um, that loved me. I think they did, and uh, cared about you know me. It. And and they they made me part of a team and they actually made me feel welcome unlike uh another team I was part of uh but we won't talk about that now but anyway uh you know and Michaela you uh you always um you always show love to me and uh I'll always uh love our friendship and uh hopefully we'll be able to see you here uh, next March, when they celebrate our team, they're going to do that. They're going to give us our 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 our, our just desserts, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, we'll be able to see your mom and dad there. And I'm um, getting emotional yeah. here. I do apologize, I'm getting choked up, but uh, you, I just can't tell you uh, how much uh, your family has meant to me over the years, and. Um, uh, one other person that uh, always always showed me love uh, was your grandma, and uh, she always uh, was there watching the games, and mm-hmm. uh, she always bought me cookies. Uh, yeah. Well, I can and never I get enough you, of your grandma's cookies. Yeah, Nana, Nana Benson is watching over us. Um, she's actually one of the reasons I went into the military. She was a Navy nurse in World War II out in the Pacific um, on a hospital ship. So kind of brings uh, what's going on um, together. But um, I, I really appreciate you too, uh, Icon. Um, I think what, what the message is for everybody is that you never know how you can touch people's lives. 
And, you know, you were a big part of the memories of our success as a team and capturing those memories and moments, you know, with your challenges being behind the camera and um, and always being our fire-up. Because um, if you guys, I'm sure, have noticed, he gets pretty pumped up about stuff. So, um, But I, I do think it's important for people, especially what's going on right now, is to be kind to one another um, except everybody, you know, you never know what people are going through. And, you know, what's really cool about this interview is that I was supposed to be in Fargo a couple weekends ago for this basketball reunion. They were going to recognize our team 25 years later, which is crazy. It doesn't seem like it's been that long. Uh, but because the coronavirus had just kicked off um, and we had gone on lockdown and we couldn't fly, I wasn't able to make it. And then they ended up um, canceling the tournament and everything. And my heart just goes out to all of those seniors who are missing out on some of these memories that I was so privileged to have. And so to all of those, uh, whether they're in school or, you know, college or, you know, even just these big events, you know, like the sporting events that we're used to, the March Madness was canceled as a basketball player. That was like, that's never happened but uh, that being said I just think that um, it's really helping us to take some time to really reflect on what's important and to know that we'll be able to you know really appreciate those things Um, I'll tell you guys a quick story Um, I came back from my deployment in Afghanistan and I went to the grocery store and had a real hard time because some lady was complaining about a sale item not being stocked on the shelf. And at the time, I had just been, you know, over in Kandahar where we had hardly anything on the shelves, um, let alone 10 different choices of toothpaste or whatever. And, um, and I remember just thinking we, are, we have no idea how fortunate we are. We have no idea how lucky we are. And then just in the last couple of weeks of, you know, toilet paper and, you know, everything being gone in the grocery stores and shelves, um, it kind of reminded me of that um, time when I got back from Afghanistan. And I just, I tell you, we are a strong country. We are strong people and we will get through these times together. And uh, so again, thank you Icon for allowing me the opportunity to come on here and uh, visit with you guys and meet your friends. Um, And again, I'm excited to hear more of the guests that are on tonight. Awesome. Well, uh, Big Swing, speaking of that, is our guest on, ready to go? A 701 number, same as you, right? Yep, yep. So, uh, all yep, are, they are. Uh, but, well, I'll tell you what, we'll wrap this up. I'll tell you what, Michaela, uh, I hope you're listening on the, uh, on the Internet. Uh, you can uh, uh, you can hear uh, how popular the icon is uh, for the rest of the show. And, uh, you know, uh, your dad always told me, be professional. I've always lived with that advice. Sometimes I forget. But, you know, your your dad had to put up with me for three, uh, well, for four years. Well, he was filming uh, filming you and your sister, and there was uh, that that annoying guy right now. Oh, geez. We we, we, we got to put up with him for two hours every night. I can't imagine. <laughs> uh, I love what you guys are doing. Uh, thanks again for sharing the message thanks, about Hol- Holberg Farms Retreat. And I'll be following you, so keep it going. Thanks, Michaela. Right. Good night. Out here. Right, are we ready? Yeah, looks like it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, 
stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. Our second combatant of the night. She is known in Fargo as the one-armed bandit. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one, the only, Elizabeth Yelvin. Hello, hey, this is Elizabeth Galvin, and I'm here uh, listening to you guys live with the um, stuff of the uh, life and the big wing. Granny Hoekstra and Autobahn Clutch, how are you doing tonight? Thank you for coming on. Well, I'm doing, uh, honestly, I mean, oh, my God, you know, I'm I'm so excited to chat with you guys. I'm very excited. I'm very inspired. You know, like I said, um, (laughs) I'm very sensitive about uh, what you guys are talking about tonight. Well, uh, we have uh, we have Elizabeth Galvin here. Uh, We have uh, we actually have kind of of had to do a little foot flop here a little bit. we're gonna uh, we're gonna have you uh, on with us, and then uh, we have another uh, gal that wanted to come on and talk to you. Uh, she's also an amputee, uh, so we'll bring her on a little bit. Uh, but if you want to give us a little background about uh, yourself, then we can ask you some questions. Sure, <clears throat> I am deaf. I have one arm, and um. Um, my story, um, like I said, I lost my arm, uh, in a washing machine when I was age three and I was deaf at the time until I was six years old. I found out I also had Usher syndrome. And like I said, um, so many things happened to me at once. I mean, um, like I said, I want to share with you, uh, the purpose of, uh, how I grew up and how I lived. So... Like I said, I want to accept people and show an example of who I am and what I represent and show other people uh, that, you know, you can be uh, whatever you want in life. So, like I said, wow, uh, a lot has happened. So uh, we have Elizabeth Gell as our guest. We've got about uh, 32 minutes here with Elizabeth. Uh, so, now you mentioned that... Uh, you know, you lost your arm uh, when you were three years old, um, which is which is kind of a traumatic thing to lose that at uh, three years old. Do you do you remember any of that at all? Yes, I do. Unfortunately, um, yes. But I learned that uh, through counseling uh, when I was a teenager. I noticed, um, you know, I was having bad dreams, and the counselor uh, had uh, explained to me uh, it's easier to remember because um, it's traumatic that happened in your life. You were age three, and like I said, you know, I would wake up uh, with the ambulance and stuff, and um, it was a surprise that I was in the hospital. You know, it was very one of my emotional moments. You know, like I said, that I remember my parents was in shock because, 
Like I said, uh, they were in the rocking chair holding me as a baby. My grandmother was. And um, I was in the hospital. And so, like I said, when I was growing up, I remember uh, some of the things that uh, I, I missed. Like I said, you know, the puzzles, finding out uh, things that actually scared me. And that was a part of my life when I was age three that, I, I mean, I just remember. Uh, Elizabeth Galvin's our guest here. What we'll do here is uh, we'll kind of uh, we'll kind of go around the room here, um, and then uh, we'll have uh, Brandy uh, join us. Uh, I'd say the last fifteen minutes, I believe she's listening right now. But uh, Brandy, what do you have for our guest, Elizabeth Galvin? We got thirty minutes. Well, you know, I'm just amazed at listening to you tell what happened to you as a child. I mean, I. I have a very good friend that was actually born with no arms and how he's managed and he's still alive today and how he's managed to do the things that he does. I mean, I I just, I can't imagine what it would be like not to have an arm and to be deaf. And I, I just, I'm just amazed that, the accomplishments that you have made in your life dealing with those situations. And I, I just, it, it's amazing just to listen to you be able to talk about that and share your story with our listeners. So I'm just amazed by that. <clears throat> I really don't have, I I'm really not. I really don't have a question, Icon. I'm just, you know, I'm really just amazed listening to her share her story. Well, that, that's okay. Uh, we have Elizabeth Galvis, our guest here, uh, and uh, we have uh, 29 minutes with Elizabeth. Uh, Otto uh, Von Clutch, what do you have for our guest, Elizabeth Gal? How are you doing? Thank you for coming on. Uh, I actually have a question. I mean, you do some bodybuilding, right? Yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, I'm on the team called the Crushing Limited Team, and I'm a coach. And uh, the wife is Stephanie, and I've trained uh, for competition at the NPC. Okay. And um, uh, this is my third competition, actually. Wow, and uh, unfortunately, uh, with the coronavirus, um, it's been canceled uh, to the fall. But okay, I'm well, that gives you more time to train. Yes. Well, that's good. Yes, yes, you're so right. I've got more time to train and get better and bigger uh, for the fall. So, like I said, so I'm, you uh, have your own it, home it's gym? really positive. You, you might have... No, no, I don't. Um, like I said, um, but today, yes, um, uh, the gym is closed, so you know that's been just a whirlwind for me. So I'm at home trying to figure out things to do, how to exercise, and you know it's really interesting because it's uh, new to me. You know, I'm at home trying to you know get things going and keep keep up the motivation. Absolutely. Wow, that's 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 really awesome. So your team doesn't have a private gym that you guys get to go to or anything like that. You just got to be kind of just adapt and just kind of work what you have at home right now then, huh? 
Well, I mean, we don't get together, but like I said, um, uh, some of them are from North Dakota, New Mexico. They're from all over, so um, we uh, do things individually. And like I said, um, under the coach, when we get together as a team, you know, um, we have like a family uh, class and things like that. We support each other, encourage each other, you know, how to build uh, different strategies, competitions, and things like that. Are these other uh, women and gentlemen that also are amputees or have um, disabilities at all? Well, yes, yes. They're, uh, yes. Wow, that's, that's like amazing. Said, and yeah, we don't stop. We just keep going, you know. That's my personality, you know. doesn't matter if I'm deaf, uh, amputee. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like I said, I'm always going, you know. The team that we have, oh, my God, uh, they match my personality. Our coach is great. You know, I say we have a wonderful team. That's awesome. That's really awesome that you just have that warrior spirit and you're really an inspiration well, yeah, to yeah, uh, um, all the listeners. Yeah, and Everybody on the team is hearing except for me. I'm the only uh, deaf team member. Wow. Does that give you an advantage? Well, Big Swing, if you have anything for our guest. Uh... Well, like I said, um, like I said, we we support each other. Um, like I said, um, we uh, watch what the coach says, and um, that we uh, have very good team chemistry. And like I said, I'm an individual bodybuilder, and I support everybody. Um, like I said, um, it, it's a team. It's more like um, a family, you know. We believe in each other, uh, supporting each other, and pushing each other up, you know, making sure that everybody's doing what they're supposed to and reaching their goals. Like I said, that's why I love the team because it's great. We all have different goals, but we all have a common goal too. Now, uh, big swing. Uh, what do you got for our guests? Go ahead. I'm sure. You, I'm sure you got some questions. I'm going to come back. Uh, I'm going to come back and ask you uh, well, uh, difficult questions. But we'll, I mean, what do you got? go ahead. Dick. Bodybuilding is something that a lot of people, <clears throat> excuse me, that a lot of people don't get into anyway. Um, you know, just because they, I don't know if they don't want the the um, commitment or the pain that goes through, you know, building the muscles and doing all this stuff. But a lot of people, you know, it's not something a lot of people do. The fact that you do it, you know, as an amputee and deaf, um, just kind of wondering why that, like what made you decide that, that getting into to, to that was something that you wanted to do um, when, you know, maybe there were, there were some other things that, you know, you could have done. I mean, I know you had your limitations, but, uh, what, well, really, what, what, what I mean, before uh, I was ever ever a bodybuilder, I mean, like I said, I never was really interested in exercising or anything. But um, yeah. the biggest impact was um, I had four surgeries, uh, 2012, between 2012 and 2016. And my last one was uh, the biggest, and that was on my back. And uh, that woke me up and realized that, oh, man, uh, at my age, you know, my health, you know, it's really important. And, you know, so 
I learned that my bo- being a bodybuilder would help me, would improve uh, my health, also would improve my back problems. And um, so I started uh, exercising, and then I became a bodybuilder, and I felt more uh, confident. Uh, like I said, like I said, I didn't feel that heavy. I mean, my doctor uh, told me I couldn't do it, but, you know, like I said, you know, after back surgery, you know, I was kind of limited, so I just, you know, put my head up and I forced myself to, uh, like I said, I started bodybuilding. My health was better. And like I said, um, it was hard to commit to, but like I said, you know, it, what was important was my health and my age. You know, we're not getting any younger, and the more older that I get, um, like I said, you know, health does decline. So I thought to myself, what's important to me is exercising and bodybuilding. So, you know, like I said, I just, you know, like I said, you don't have to get so serious about it, but like I said, you know, it, it gives you a strong mind, a strong body. And like I said, and I'm so much better than I was before, and it's very much so worth it. You know, I'm happy that it happened to me because it was a, it woke me up. It was an impact, a big impact for my life. And like I said, you know, other people too who know me, you know, oh, they always say, you know, exercising is boring, and you know, they don't want to do it. But like I said, for me, it's, it was great. Nice. Um, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, I've seen some of these photos and just amazing your your physique. Now, um, uh, Elizabeth, I, I, um, I have a couple uh, questions here for you, and uh, I'll understand if uh, you, you don't want to answer them. Feel free to not answer them if you want. But uh, you know, uh, being in uh, be, being being you know deaf, uh, you know, uh, I actually used to practice sign language. Uh, now, with with only having one arm, you know, it, or you know, being an amputee, usually you have to have two, you know, two two hands to uh, to do sign language. Uh, how do you do that? Do you, do you always have an interpreter with you, or how do you how do you sign? Reads lips. Well, that's a good question. <laughs> That is a good question, <laughs> but no, um, I don't have a problem because my sign is very clear. My sign language is very clear. For example, the interpreter that's talking for me understands um, what I'm saying, and um, my sign language is very clear. It's not. Uh, it's not where uh, an interpreter uh, would not understand. You know, it's the concept. Uh, the sign language, the body movement, you know. I've never had an issue before with anyone, uh, with deaf or an interpreter. Um, they've had no no problems. Like I said, they they can understand me very clearly. One, two hands. I mean, like I said, that's a great question, though. And uh, when did, did – um, uh, I'm going to ask you more question here. Uh, when did, did you uh, – at what age did you first start learning sign language? Did they start teaching you that? Well, really, um, at the time, uh, well, my family, uh, 
resides um, when I was a kid. They had a deaf school there, and my family, uh, they all knew uh, where the deaf school was. They knew people who went there, and um, um, my uh, aunt was a librarian for the school, and my other aunt was an interpreter, uh, was a nurse, so they knew sign language. So when I became deaf at age three, they already knew what was important for me. Uh, they put me into the deaf school at age three, and that's how I learned sign language from there at age three. Also, at the time, um, the deaf school had a mainstream school uh, where hearing kids were there and uh, deaf. So, um, you know, communication uh, was a necessity of learning sign language. So, like I said, um, we put it together and I learned sign language. But like I said, I, I can't talk. Like I said, I've always signed since age three. And uh, we also want to uh, thank the interpreter uh, for uh, being on with you as well tonight. We want to thank you. Uh, we didn't catch your name, um, but we appreciate it. Hello, this is uh, Interpreter 786 with Sorensen VRS. My name is Anthony Keller. I'm from Denver, Colorado. And uh, I just happened to catch this call, which is amazing for me because, oh my God, I'm just I'm very lucky right now. So, well, we're we're glad that uh, we could make you a star, uh, and thank you for doing what you do. Uh, Elizabeth Gal was our guest here. We got about uh, we got about 17 minutes total, but uh, Randy's going to be joining us here in about two minutes. But uh, if you could, Elizabeth, real quick. Uh, for those of, uh, that don't know, can you kind of tell us what Usher syndrome is that you have? So, um, I, I'll explain it for you. Usher syndrome, um, it's uh, for deaf people. Uh, it's Usher syndrome, and um, it's like a visual uh, concept. Um some uh, people are fully blind where they can only see uh, within a certain uh, spectrum. Uh, Usher syndrome deals with tunnel vision. Um, some stages, uh, they're different stages. Like I said, when I was growing up, I had no idea that I had it. But at the deaf school, um, they came and they did test of all the deaf students and um, for visual testing. And that's how I found out that I have Usher syndrome. So um, it made sense to me because it was very hard to see sometimes when it was dark, um, my balance. Um, sometimes I would run into a wall or run into people, you know, uh, fall over things. So finally I realized, oh, my. So every year my uh, vision started to decline. So as of right now, um uh i could see uh i could see uh small squares and things like that but you know there's a limited space where i can see you know uh some people have just a perimeter visual i don't and with usher syndrome um my vision is very limited and there is no cure for that unfortunately but um just to understand the concept like um like toilet paper um, you know the, the you know the roll of the toilet paper when you get done with it. That's what 
it seems like I'm looking through some time. It's just that little bitty scope of a roll of toilet paper. That's what I see. I don't see the big picture. I just see a specific, uh, it's just like a circle. You know, you put the, the zero up to your eye, and that's what the person sees. It's just not very um, broad. It's not very, yeah, it's very closed in. It's like a box or a circle. And like I said, there's no cure for that either. Um, unfortunately, it's not, but um, they do testing and research and uh, figure out, uh, try to figure out uh, and educate people on Usher syndrome, uh, hearing and deaf. Um, like I said, what's important? Uh, like I said, most of the time, people misunderstand uh, what that is, you know. So, like I said, you know, sometimes I've run into people and um, they get pissed off, they get upset at me, and they don't even understand what's going on with me personally. I have Usher syndrome, so, I mean, you have to teach people, you know, educate them so that they understand, you know, oh, she has Usher syndrome, Usher syndrome so there is a, uh, like I said, it's very, very strict, you know. So it's kind of like walking, <laughs> a blind person walking with a cane, you know. It's not that severe, but people misunderstand the disease, you know. So um, you have to teach people and educate them and, you know, a- answer any questions that they have about the uh, the disease. Uh, Elizabeth Galvinsart, yes. The big swing. Uh, Brandy should be calling in soon. Let me know when she's on there. And then Elizabeth. Yeah, she is. Uh, she's on. Okay, uh, Elizabeth, if you want to hang on with us, uh, I want to bring you guys both on because you guys are both amputees, and we'll kind of get the perspective here on this. Uh, if you can hang on with us, Elizabeth, uh, just take a second. Uh, I'm going to introduce our next guest, course, and we'll bring you all on course. together, okay? Okay. Sure. All right, go ahead. Bring them on, big friend. Yeah, they're, they're on, Icon. Ladies and gentlemen. Hello. In the green room and walking down the aisle. Amputee number two. She could definitely win a butt-making contest with one leg. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Brandy Garbat. What's up, everybody? How's my favorite girl, Granny, doing? What's up, I'm good. And the swing and everybody else listening to us I'm doing right good. Right now. Good. How about everybody else? Everybody else good? Helping? All right. Now, uh, uh, now, Brandy, we have uh, we have Elizabeth on with us as well. Now, uh, hello, uh, Miss Elizabeth. Thank Uh, you for joining us today. Hey, how are you? I'm just great. I'm in California right now. The sun just went down about 45 minutes ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. It's nice tonight. So, uh, now, Brandy, uh, if you want to give us a little uh, uh, background about you, and then we'll ask you some questions, and we're going to get you guys both on together. Sure, absolutely. Well, for those people that are uh, watching and listening uh, in all different medias at this particular moment, and, of course, Wi-Fi works so well. (laughs) So, um, basically, what I'm doing is because, unfortunately, my accident was actually caused by medical people. 
So unfortunately, I did not get a chance to make any decisions or, you know, think about it, not a nothing. So this came out of nowhere. And uh, for me, um, I've noticed uh, in the last 17 months of my life that uh, trying to find shoes and clothes for Andrew Cheese is not easy at all. So... What I realized are very expensive, and not everybody that's an amputee is the same size, just so people can understand that. Just because you may have a knee or you know somebody who actually got a, a leg that worked doesn't And I think there's a lot of uh, misconceptions on how amputee people, you know, move or maneuver around in their homes or in everyday life are all different. We all practice our own stuff that we did before this horrible accident happened. You know, so I'm still learning, very much learning everything all over again because I'm missing my full right leg. And that's for everybody, uh, that's their independent leg. And, uh, Brandy, uh, they, you, when you, uh, now this is not a smart ass question. Uh, (laughs) no kidding. As, uh, as as an amputee, you can't just buy one shoe, you have to buy both. Yes, and that's why I want to uh, take what I've been given with this uh, idea of mine and uh, just raise some money for the amputees, for our vets that are amputees, and try to help as many uh, amputee families as I can throughout the United States to make this a little easier to find for the people that are in farming, that are 100 100 miles away from the nearest mall. You know, like the, how fair is that for them? They don't even know that there's things that they can use or buy or save up for or just clothes that look cool. You know, <laughs> jeez, they're ugly. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Brandy, I know you've been uh, listening to the uh, to uh, to the show. Uh, uh, we'll let you ask Elizabeth a couple. Oh, okay, no problem. Um, Elizabeth, how long have you been in, uh, an arm amputee? Well, yes, we're here. (laughs) Well, um, it's been it's been uh since three. Like I said, um, three. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the problem for me because growing up, um, I used the arm and my hands, and like I said, now I felt so uncomfortable because um the feeling of when I was three and it happened, like I said, um. I didn't want to use a cast or anything, you know. Like I, said, I want to represent who I am and uh, be yeah. proud of who I am, you know. So mm-hmm. I didn't want any uh, prosthetics or anything like that, you know. So oh, okay, cool. this is who I am, and I want to show people nice. that it's okay. Excellent. You know, awesome. it's okay to miss a limb, you know. And mm-hmm. like I said, have confidence in yourself and, you know, be Absolutely. comfortable. You know, like I said, I agree. Um, That's awesome. Your, That's so cool. Accept your limitations. Accept what you can do. Mm. Be comfortable with who you are. And like nice. I said, love each other. I mean, be mm. proud of yourself and what you've become. Absolutely, I totally agree with you on that. And for me, I'm only 17 months, and so. Really, I, I, the best way I can describe this is I feel like I'm Nemo, and I can only make a left-hand turn. <laughs> I live by the ocean 10 minutes away, and I'm like, I can't even go in there. <laughs> I'll float away. <laughs> and, uh, you know, a lot and, uh, of people are wondering, how in the hell am I 
still this way, right? I mean, I don't sound like somebody who just got their leg taken from them, you know, and I'm glad. I am so glad that I do not have that sound, that, that sound of very, very depressed and very don't feel like there's a future kind of feeling, you know, like, oh, those dreams are gone now kind of feelings. So I hope for anybody who's actually listening to this tonight, please think two seconds for yourself if you got two seconds to give. At least give yourself five seconds to breathe. We're, we're all going to experience life in very, very different ways right now. And for me, being the, a new amputee under two years, holy crap, you guys are the nicest, kindest neighborings of love I've ever seen being given to me the way I am today. And I am very blessed and grateful for this ugly, ugly thing that I had to go through. But it's a blessing in disguise, just like this virus, guys. This is the bl- ugliest blessing in disguise. I promise you that this will be better. And we're going to be better because we're America. That's why we're going to be American. And we're going to kick some ass with love. And I think that's what the world needs to hear right now. We're going to kick some ass with love. Uh, we have uh, Brandy Garvin and Elizabeth Galvin. Uh, you guys could actually be phone book neighbors, really, when you think about it. Uh, okay. And, and, uh, <laughs> remember, uh, she, Elizabeth does have an interpreter. So, And we do uh, want to thank, again, the interpreter uh, for being on with uh, us as well. Uh, we know that uh, your job is just as important as ours. And uh, if we talk a little too fast, we do apologize. Just let us know and we can slow down. Sure. I can do that. No problem. You guys are great. This is this is wonderful. Now, uh, I have a question for Elizabeth here. Uh, uh, Elizabeth, uh, you guys, uh, Elizabeth knows a, uh, a mutual friend of ours. Uh, do you guys remember Mariah Prussia? This sounds familiar. Last name. Can you spell uh, the last name for me? Prussia. P-R-U-S-S-I-A. Mariah Prussia. Like Russia with a P. Hmm. Well, yeah, yes, yes, yes. I do. I know her. I know Mariah. I do know her. Yeah, now, one of the sweetest. Yeah, now, uh, she's one of my sweetest friends. And I met her uh, last year. Uh, like yeah. I said, she taught me how to uh, box. Oh, yeah, I, cool. I couldn't imagine that, you know. So, like I said, she showed us how to uh, self-defense. She showed us self-defense. It was actually pretty fun, and um, we uh, hung out with her. Uh, I talked to her on Facebook. So, um, she's a very sweet and kind person. Oh my God, she's wonderful. I love her. I love her. She's great. She's a beautiful. And she has a big yeah. heart too. Uh, and she, yeah. she is a. Uh, she is a fan of she is a fan of our show. Uh she's been on with us three times and uh uh we hope that uh uh Elizabeth will uh after after today we didn't scare you away too much that you'd want to come back on with us as well. Cool. Oh so, God, that would uh, be great. I mean, feel free to ask me any time. I mean, oh my god, I'd be happy to do that. I would be ecstatic. <laughs> awesome. And you guys, she does not have a restraint. She does not have a restraining order against me either. Uh, let's kind of go around <laughs> the room. Uh, Granny, uh, Granny, troublemaker. Uh, Granny, uh, Granny you, you remember Brandy? You got a, any questions for our guest there, Brandy? Go ahead, Brandy. 
Well, Brandy, it's great to talk to you again. I, you you know, I was enjoyed. I was enjoy. I was enjoy when you come on our show. So, yay! Uh, so, so how have you been doing? How how have you been doing? I, I mean, I I mean, when when this when this craziness began. Now, for me, everybody would figure out, okay, 17 months, full right amputee. I'm not exactly uh, worrying about looking for a job at the moment, you know? <laughs> so for me, I, it's like I, I'm, I pretty much quarantined myself for the last 17 months. <laughs> so I'm just like, hey, what's, what's the outside look like, guys, in the you know, window? <laughs> So, um, thank God we were already stacked, and, and that's how we are here. You know, for me, we have always have, you know, a good size, a variety of things. So, yeah, we were the only thing we would have to replace would be milk and bread and, and uh, maybe some kitter litty or cat litter. <laughs> Other than that, I'm, I'm holding up very, very much, uh, very well, actually. So I'm very grateful for the spot that I moved to of Huntington Beach, California. Thank you, Jesus, for uh, giving us some rain. And now it stops even better. And, uh, you know, watching watching life, you know, make a turn and drive everybody on 2020. And we were all pretty yeah. much told this is the year for accepting and holy crapping. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll tell you what we get. We got about uh, three minutes left with you guys before our, our final guest comes on. But uh, we, uh, Elizabeth, uh, we thank you uh, for taking time out of your schedule. And real quick, if our fans wanted to see what you're doing, uh, tell us. You have a Facebook. You have an Instagram. You got a YouTube. You got a Twitter. You got a Twitch. What do you got? Tell us about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, yes, um, you can contact me through Facebook, um, and that is um, both Facebook, Instagram. Um, like I said, I'll be happy to reply to either one of those. And that's under your name, correct? Oh, it is him, so. <laughs> All right. Thank yes, you, yes, that's under it's under Elizabeth Galvin, and like I said, for Instagram, both uh, Elizabeth or Deaf Woman of Steel. That's awesome, and uh, thank you, Elizabeth, for joining us, and also thank you once again to the interpreter for uh, making your professional debut on the most listened to. Monday night podcast in the history of podcasts starring an icon. We thank you. Great. Thank Thanks you very Elizabeth. much. It's been my pleasure. Awesome. Thank you very awesome. much, guys. And uh, our next guest will be calling in here shortly. Uh, Elizabeth, right. or, uh, uh, Brandy, Brandy. Uh, real quick, if, uh, if, our fans want, if our fans want to check you out, how can they find you? Well, you guys can actually find me in a couple of different places. Uh, one for sure is Facebook, and there I'm Brandy Garvin. And everybody does know me as Tattoo Girl, or everybody else who might be a little confused and not know my actual last name or anything like that. Um, you guys can also find me on TikTok at Tattoo Girl 2020, as well as Instagram, also Tattoo Girl 2020. And uh, just 
Yeah, I, I'm just so excited for everybody that's getting an opportunity to, to listen uh, tonight with you guys at the Attitude Era Live. And I'm so excited to be a part of this new change that we're all about to, to go through with the wrestling families, <laughs> all the craziness of uh, mania. And uh, I'm just hoping that we all get to see some miracles and have a reason to keep fighting the good fight. You know, we got uh, guys and girls who are going to come home looking like me. They need to know there's uh, support out there for, for everybody, not just military families. We've got other people that are amputee families that don't know or don't realize that they need or need to know certain things. There's just not enough information out there really about amputee people and all different types of people. The ones that have PTSD the most versus the most limbs that they don't have. And um, if you guys are listening, you guys are amputees, listen to me tonight, please step up. Come talk to us. Icon Scott would love to hear from you all, so please go forward and let us know if you're into sports or entertainment sports and you're an amputee of the United States of America. Please contact me or Elizabeth Galvin as well, and of course, uh, you know the Icon, and of course, my favorite girl is Granny Hulkster. I'm telling you, you guys are gonna love her. Just keep asking her all these questions. And, uh, She'll fight the good fight. <laughs> And uh, Brandy, you know, uh, you know, you mentioned being the amputee and being the military. Might have to hook you up with our first guest. You could go to one of her her retreats. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. Nice. Uh, just yeah, just look up Michaela Benson on uh, on Facebook, and uh, you can get the uh, link right there. And uh, yeah, she has retreat retreats in June, July, August, and September. So we'd have to go check that out. Yeah, awesome. I will. I definitely will uh, get that information. That's All awesome. right. It's a blocked number. It's a restricted number, but right. I mean, if you're confident that that's them, I can put them too. That should be it. Yep. Thank you for All being right. on. Yep. Okay, my Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. Walking down the aisle. With us right now. I can't walk down the I aisle, Scott. You. <laughs> huh? What? <laughs> I can't walk down the aisle, Scott. <laughs> well, this is not for you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Boston Mania. <laughs> yeah. This is not for you. Oh, that was awesome. All right. I'm going to have to do this again. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's all so, good. Listen, uh, I'm used to it. Don't worry about it. 
right, we have uh, we have Eddie Spaghetti here as our guest here. Uh, we have uh, well, we have about uh, 20, uh, well about thirty minutes, give or take. Here, uh, we won't take up all your time, but uh, if you want to give us a little background about uh, yourself, and then we'll uh, ask you questions. And we'll kind of go around the room and talk to you. Absolutely. Well, uh, I happen to be, uh, other than the fact with my name being Eddie Spaghetti, uh, I am a, uh, yeah, I'm a Hollywood producer, um, but I also happen to be a video artist, and I am the host of the show on YouTube's called Here Lies, which is a retrospective kind of um, look at uh, the legacy of uh, pulp culture aspects of our childhood, things that we grew up with, and things that we weren't necessarily respecting or kind of looking at in the appropriate kind of ways, certain things that maybe have the wrong legacy going for it. Um, so I happen to be the host for that show on YouTube, uh, which is also on the Roku uh, channel, uh, OSI 74, uh, which is run by horror host. And, uh, you know, I'll, I might as well uh, throw this out because uh, everybody will be coming in the thing. If you ever need a uh, an extra or a stand-in or anything like that, uh, I'm always available. I'll, I'll – uh, I'll come be the stand-in. I'll also carry your bags and everything to and from the airport. I thought I'd get a better response than that. But anyway, uh, so uh, uh, being, uh, being on the, the show that you do, uh, how long have you been doing that? Did we have a good Hello? I think we lost him. We lost him, bro. He got lost. In the- Did he fall down the hole? Oh, see, he's calling on Skype. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this podcast. Mwah! Thanks for the smiles and laughs. This is awesome. Oh, we still have Brandy on. Oh, obviously. Can I'm you see here. the sky auto? What was that? I said, can you see the sky right now, Otto? Can I see the sky right now? No, I cannot. Yeah, the sun went down. Look at the sky. Look look out your window. Well, I'm in a studio. I can't see the sky right oh, now. Oh, well, look out any kind of window if you could. That's what I was asking. <laughs> it's a beautiful night in California. Well, uh, apparently uh, Skype has different rules. Uh, they, you can't have a call for longer than five minutes, apparently. So he'll he'll try and connect back with us. Uh, okay. You know, uh, I I can you know just keep watching the board. Uh, and uh, you know, there's a see there's a reason why he could not give us his phone number because of where he is in his <laughs> location. Uh, yeah. You know that cannot be made public, and I understand that. So it's it is what it yeah. is. But hopefully. Yeah. He'll, Hopefully he'll join us uh, soon. But hey, I want to ask you guys something real quick while we wait for him to call back in. Uh, tell me, what did you guys think of uh, uh, our, our first? I, I think that was our, the first deaf guest we've ever had. We thought crickets, bro. Just like the nightclub oh. when you were doing song. <laughs> I didn't even know if it was a joke or not. <laughs> she's no, honestly, it was she's an joke. awesome woman. She's very. Uh, it's it was amazing. amazing. She served our country and just awesome. And now she's doing awesome hero, cool. automatic hero. You know, and we love that. You know, well, you know the thing is, I, you know, 
uh, I just can't imagine what that would be, not only uh, being an amputee, uh, but being deaf and having to use sign language only have one, you know, one hand, you know, because usually hands. people sign with two hands. I mean, oh yeah, I that's mean, amazing. Can you can you imagine what that must be like? And plus, you know, she mentioned that her issue with the vision, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, big spring. Keep letting us know if he calls back in. Uh, you know. Uh, I knew that he was calling to Skype, but I didn't know that Skype had rules that you could only uh, uh, have five-minute calls. I had no idea. Yeah, I never knew that so, either. That's weird. Well, I'll tell you what. While we're waiting here, let me tell everybody uh, who uh, we got coming on next week, as long as we got a little time here. Uh, we got uh, Bobo Brazil Jr. Uh, he is He leads MCIW, uh, the new breed. Uh, and uh, they might even bring in a few other guests. Uh, uh, might even have a few other guests with us. Uh, and uh, we're going to have uh, Divinity. Uh, now, I cannot wait to talk to her. Uh, she uh, she was nice enough uh, to drop uh, the restraining order, uh, and that is not a joke. Uh, it, it took a while. Uh, I guess I just had to stop. Uh, just had to stop calling her. I guess. And uh, we're also going to have uh, Phil Mushnick on with us. Uh, everybody uh, knows if you go on YouTube, uh, uh, James D. Cornette had a had a commentary about uh, Phil Mushnick uh, the day when he was doing his uh, commentary. And uh, I might even do my uh, my James E. Cornette impression uh, next week. I might even do it before this week uh, is over. <laughs> that sounds exciting, guys. Uh, have, have you guys ever heard uh, Jim Cornette uh, uh, talk when he's excited? Oh, yeah. Lots of times. <laughs> I just thought I'd seen him on. <laughs> Well, you know, I'll tell you what, uh, why don't, as long as we're waiting uh, for him to call back, uh, why don't I do my impression of Jim James E. Cornette if he was uh, doing uh, the introduction? Uh, and I'll throw Otto's name in there. Ready? Here we go. Okay. Uh, Goddamn! Hey, this is James E. Cornette. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing. Oh my god. What the hell was that? <laughs> There's not enough shots in this one. Hang on, you know shot. <laughs> that well that's the way Jim Cornette talks. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather hear Cartman from South Park. <laughs> well. And do you guys know what his favorite food is? No, I would. I really can say I have no clue. <laughs> well, I do. Uh, this is. Uh, uh, I remember when he was at this event here in uh, uh, North Dakota for uh, a taping, and uh, this is back when I was stalking wrestlers. And uh, he uh, went up to the. He went to the drive-through because I was following him, and uh, I was listening to him order. 
And here's how we wrote it. I want a cheeseburger, double meal, double cheese, double onion, mother. That, that's him. <laughs> I mean, look, when this guy gets upset, that's the way he talks. That's really funny. Uh, so, Big Spring, are you ready? It's going to do what you're going to do. Should I put on my unicorn hat? I think this last part of the show has, like, totally gone out of control here, guys. Uh. Well, you know, uh, uh, he, he he's trying to call in. He might have to call in for the phone, so if he calls in on a block number, it's him. Uh, but uh, we at least 30 minutes, and if we have to go over, we will. Uh, you know, uh, for those uh, of you uh, listening out there, uh, Brandy uh, has an interesting thing that she does. Uh, she seems to talk to all these these weirdo, freakish people. Uh, I don't know what what is that that you do with those people. She hang up. Where'd she go? Oh yeah, she's gone, guys. Well, I don't know why she's not answering. She's down to the beach swimming. Icon, you piss me off. (laughs) Well, I I don't know. I don't know. This uh, I I hate when the show derails like this because everybody derailed it tremendously tonight. It, it gets under my skin when it happens. It really does. Gets under my. It kind of grinds your gears, huh? Why don't you yeah, tell the uh, audience yeah. in your in your uh, Jim Cornette voice how it just pisses you off? <laughs> Goddamn! Why don't people ever stay on the show like they're supposed to and answer the questions? <laughs> you know. Love it. You know. As a matter of fact, you know who does a great who? Bruce Pritchard, Tom Pritchard's brother. Doctor Love, because <laughs> uh, Bruce Brother Pritchard Love. Has, has his own podcast. Brother Love. Uh, hey, you know, yeah. Speaking of that, real quick, I, I want to. Uh, you know, uh, do you guys remember when we had Conrad uh, um, Thompson on with us? You know he has uh, he has a couple podcasts. He has one with Arn Anderson, one with uh, Tony Schiavone, one with Eric Bischoff, and one with Bruce Pritchard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, sometimes, okay. uh, sometimes is, is he on? Let me know. Just give me a signal when he's on, I'll, or I'll keep talking. Uh, sometimes uh, Eric Bischoff gets under his skin so bad. He how bad he, does he? He yells at the top of his lungs at that bad. Damn. Uh, Did it take both nuts to be squeezed? But, you know, I'll tell you what, though. He called himself something that you guys might make, you guys might uh, take offense to. Uh Uh-oh. He said that he was the greatest co-host in the History of Wrestling podcast. What do you guys say about that? Oh, well, well, you know, that that in itself just screams uh, hell no. That's yeah, I know it does, because I am. 
speaking in tongues. I don't I don't think there's any more wrestling co host that's more over than the icon is. Jenny Elkster, how are you, my love? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just listening to this crazy conversation. Uh-huh. I'm having yeah, I'm, I'm actually going, having hey. I'm actually having wrestling withdrawals because all my independent shows have been canceled. Oh, you know, I, know, I haven't I been know. able to see wrestling, so, so you know the wrestling fix quickly, fix, fix yeah. quickly. Yes, I need I need wrestling and watching and watching Monday Night Raw with an empty arena does not do it for me. I'm sorry. I know I'm missing. You know what I'm actually missing? You ready for this? I'm actually missing reading retarded people's signs. Aren't they beautiful? Not that to stare at actually, because some of them are damn funny. Don't get me wrong, damn funny. But the well, you know, I one of my one of my very like who cares? One of my very (laughs) good wrestling buddies. One of my very good wrestling buddies that I've known for a long time. He actually recently went to work down at the Performance Center in Orlando. And him and his fiance actually had to postpone their wedding because of this virus thing going on. And my friend and and Lucy, and she's also a wrestler too, and she said she had to cry the other day, and she cried eating Oreo cookies and potato chips because they had That's to cancel the their their wedding their wedding because of the the virus. I, so you know what? I'm going I'm to be a nightmare. bad guy here and say I'm pretty happy that their wedding got canceled because I guarantee a few more months of them together <laughs> and they're gonna have a divorce. Mm. No, 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 no. They've been together for quite a while, <laughs> Otto. I mean, I I've known this couple for quite a while, and they're an amazing couple together. And he just recently oh, good. sounds like a power couple. Uh, he recently he recently asked her to finally marry him last year sometime. I don't remember nice. when they actually got engaged, but they've been together for quite for quite some time. Probably so, after he so yeah, farted sure. in front of her, she sure saw the rose so. come out, she got married. They're an amazing couple. Even though even though he's a heel when he wrestles and Tommy <laughs> the last time I got to see him wrestle was when I uh went to Kansas City with my family, like back in two thousand sixteen, right before I had my other knee replacement surgery. I got to see him wrestle yeah. against Tommy Dreamer, so you know that was a pretty oh, good, pretty badass. good show, pretty good match. Cool. Well, well hey, there's know, something uh, to think about. We're 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 hoping it doesn't happen, but uh, my way might get delayed because of this. Well, I hope not, Icon. You better not cancel your wedding. What? I can't get a refund on these tickets, man. Yes, you can. We all know we can get refunds on our airplane tickets. Nice try, Otto. Don't scare the people into thinking they can't. Well, Boom. we're gonna do whatever we have to do to make it happen. That's the main. I thing. like it. Man. Exactly. Don't give up. Go on. down to the uh, the old powwow. Yeah, wait so. until the group is at least fifty. <laughs> There's only allowed but, ten you know, gatherings right now, so you know. But you know, the thing is, though, we're uh, we're wondering, uh, you know, what we need to. Uh, how long we should wait before we announce it if we are going to postpone it uh, because of okay. the situation, you know? 
Yeah. I, I got that's a breaking idea right now for you. How about this? Oh, God. Can, can you hear this idea, Icon? Check this out. Imagine if you go oh, fucking viral right now because you're going to have the first ever social distancing wedding, brah. Um, or, or at least a uh, bachelor party that goes nowhere with no girls in the living room. Try that one, actually. <laughs> Skype, I guess, for the bachelor. Uh, you like I'll, I'll give us a little strip tease icon. Don't worry. Oh, my God. That's such a cool idea. Bruh. <laughs> yeah, this show is derailed, and I think I'm about to tap out on this. No, finally, I get to tap you out. That was so cool. That was an easy amputee uh, match there. I loved it. How about you? <laughs> Crickets. Because <laughs> he's smiling, shaking his head. And unfortunately, we can't see each other's faces right now, which, damn, if we only could, you know, <laughs> this would be very, very much more interesting, I'm sure. Well, you know, one of these days, you know, I I pitched the idea a long time ago. I think, well, we're not going to do it. Uh, well, maybe we should do it. Uh, no, maybe we should try. It. We should do this live with uh, me on TikTok. You want to try that? Well, no, whatever. But the thing I was talking about—we <laughs> have nothing to lose. <laughs> well, the thing I the thing I was talking about is the fact that I had mentioned that maybe we should do a a one night do a Monday Night Raw watch along, and then we just you know, do commentary on what's going on, you know? Oh, well, yeah, that's easy to do. Yep, I that'd bring that'd a lot of personality for a bad guy. That'd be fun to do, actually. Oh, I would love it. Yeah. God knows I got TikTok people up to wazoo. <laughs> so I can be making TikTok videos all day long, every day, all the way up until that moment. So, yeah, that would give us a lot of people and a lot yeah, of Yeah, I, 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 I've seen... I've seen some of the freaks that you've talked to on there. I see a lot of people that are following my happy butt. <laughs> Jeez. What was that? 5,000. It's crazy. Do you guys know how much I'm loved? Almost 25,000. I'm totally just going, holy crap. There's people out there who actually give a crap about what we feel and what we think, and they absolutely are just nice, nice, caring people. I'm I'm not kidding. They are. The people on TikTok who actually give a crap, yeah, it, it helps to get through this. It does. So I'm glad I can smile, you know, and make these people giggle or just find that funky music. <laughs> and there I go. So, yeah, definitely TikTok with Tattoo Girl 2020. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's like I sometimes see some of your, your, your videos, and I, uh, you know what it reminds me of? Ready Player One, I see some of these people, you know, I'm like, what, what, I'm like, you know, I'm serious, I'm like, what the hell, I mean, God. Uh -huh. I'm still learning, dude, trust me, I'm still learning. But, like that one it guy that gets better to be in time. like the one guy that, that was on there claimed to be high on summer sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these people's uh, usernames are very clever. Very freaking clever, let me tell you. <laughs> They're getting away with a lot of stuff. I think it's hilarious and about time. So, this is how we all feel, you know? <laughs> yeah, the the one guy you had on there the other day, uh, you'd think that he was uh, uh, he was ready for Halloween uh, several months in advance. <laughs> 
Okay, those people you're talking with the crazy makeup on, 24-7 kind? Yeah. Those are going to be the yeah. ICP family. And those people always find each other because we always have like this, you know, it's not a secret code, but it's a well-known code, and everybody knows this. It's, all you do is just say, whoop, whoop, and uh, everybody knows what that means, and I love that. I really do, you know. It's just the way, you know, they they collect of uh, friendship, a fa family with no disregards, you know, without even DNA. They're just saying, hey, <laughs> we love you anyway, no matter where you are. And that helps a lot of these people, you know, knowing they're not alone, right? And uh, downtime for these wrestlers is to kind of get more uh, out there with the fans if you haven't noticed. You know, all these uh, challenges that they're doing right now is awesome to watch them create these videos to match each other, wrestler for wrestler for wrestler. And that is funny on Instagram. It's awesome that they do it there as well. So I get a kick out of those videos, guys. I think we all should try those. It sounds good. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, is Big Swing still there? I think so. You still there, Swing? He's getting a sandwich no. right now. <laughs> I guess he must. Must be getting something to eat or something. Yeah. Might be in the bathroom. Don't forget to wash your hands. Uh, <laughs> wash so, them hands so Brandon, and sanitize. So, so Brandon, you're, you're calling this like a cult, huh? A cult is a determination of being to do ungood things. So, no. Only in uh, entertainment of sports to be is where the, the creativity belongs, not for people to go and take it upon themselves outside, thinking they're superheroes with their you know, shower curtains. <laughs> you know, they're just getting more creative and meeting new people that they feel like they understand them. And uh, for those people that just, you know, do want to find themselves to be a part of an organization or a group, you know, that's clearly the rights of the United States of America, you know, the freedom of speech and press. Absolutely. Because there, there is a good David Koresh joke in there that I have, but I'll save. Oh, here time. we go. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt Granny's eyeballs roll to the back of her head like, oh, God, no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like I can say, I, I can say, I can say it was for another time. Like when I really need to pull out my best stuff, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, especially for redoing this part. <laughs> and trust oh me, I, I got a lot. I got a lot of good jokes in my arsenal. Trust me. Oh my, there's something telling me no shit, never hoping for them. Because <laughs> when the icon starts rolling. I mean, no, everything Lordy. falls into place. Hey, you're you're almost a married man, you know. And you you, you got to shine, show everybody, you know, what they missed out on. And this lucky, lucky, lovable woman of yours, she deserves yeah, the well, best. You know, Absolutely. Uh, you know, when I was, you know, I was when I was working for the Ben and Jim show. You know what they used to do? Uh, they used to send what me to. They, uh, they, they used to send me to different locations with a bullhorn. And uh, tell oh, people Lord. jokes in the bathroom. We called it fourth comedy. <laughs> Perfect. That's awesome. A little, little Jimmy Hart in there in the bathroom. Got it. Yeah. And uh, one of the jokes I, uh, one of the jokes that really got people giving me a courtesy flush was this one. <laughs> hey, 
Where do bees go to the bathroom? At the BP station. And for the love of God. <laughs> Perfect. Where's our sound effect at? Where's our lights on? <laughs> Where'd you Where go? Where the Fling. Fling, have you entered the room? Doing a courtesy flush. Oh. Well, is he eating cookies? I hope everybody can have theirs for this evening. Make California just a little bit nicer. So uh, let me ask you guys this. I, I, uh, apparently, our, our guest isn't going to be able to get that on. So, uh, uh, now, uh, the show where you guys all at, uh, are any of you guys under quarantine at all or have to stay home or anything like that? Well, absolutely in quarantine. I I only go to the grocery store when I have to. I haven't been able to go to church. Our moose lodges are closed all through the state of Arkansas. Uh, wow, no clothes. No, like that. No wrestling oh, events. No wrestling events. I talked to my yeah. mother today up in Kansas, and starting tomorrow, they are on a 30-day lockdown. You can only go to the grocery store, work, or yeah. if you have a doctor's appointment. I got told now that our lockdown is uh, you got until, you know, midnight to get to wherever you're going and stay. Uh, When the sun's up, everybody's looking for tires. (laughs) So because we're such an interesting state and because it's almost fire season for us in California where I'm at and because I'm right in the middle between the ocean and the fires, you can only imagine, really, what uh, the older folks are thinking, and I'm in my mid-40s now, so I'm a little concerned for my, uh, you know, older older neighbors that have been here for 50 years, you know? So, yeah, me and my husband do, and I have a very large van, so, yeah, we, we try to get all the way up to his parents who are both uh, recovering from uh, cancer removal. So we wow. had been told, like, you have, you know, so many hours, and then it rained poorly rained on us and we're like oh my god we got to get into the house this is crazy he still has to find a parking spot you know it's just a little a little nutting you know for drivers that have to be out there and i like to point out i like to thank them drivers that are sticking up and if they have to point the shotgun out of their doors you guys do not hijack our semi-drivers who are bringing our food and things to survive with, please think twice for those that get just a little stupid because they bought a bottle of Jack, okay? Think twice and nice and be kind to those that you never thought you would talk to, okay? That's the honest truth from Tattoo Girl of California. I love you all. Be safe. And uh, if you believe, there is a Lord and God above. He is with us today. Always. Granny, they uh, mentioned if they're going to reschedule these shows that they're canceled, they just don't. Well, um, I know our ACW show that we were supposed to have Eugene at on April 4th, it's been rescheduled May 23rd. I know OKX2 over in 
uh, Verdigris, Oklahoma, that was scheduled May 2nd, has been rescheduled to May 30th. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure about a lot of other shows yet. Um, right now, just everything's kind of on hold. So. Yeah. Hey, uh, do me a favor though. Uh, when you see, when you see uh, Eugene, uh, you want to tell him hi from the Icon out of Fargo, and uh, you know uh, he he's been a guest on our show, and uh, you know he uh, he told me. Um, what I was doing wrong when I was trying to meet gals at the time, you know. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, Is that where the, the problem started? <laughs> well, you know, because you know, I said, "How did you? Uh, how did you? Uh, you know, get a cool girl like her?" And he said, "Well, you know, I <laughs> called her all the time." And I said, "Well, you know, something I do that I get restraining orders." And he said, "Well, I introduced her to Hulk Hogan." I said, "Oh, that's what it takes." Okay. Ah, that makes sense. No, but I'll tell him you said I'll tell him you said hello, Icon. So yeah, I mean he, <laughs> Eugene's a great guy. Him and his wife. Stephanie. Yeah, he is. I met him. I met him at Mid States Wrestling a few years ago. He was pretty awesome. So I'm looking forward to seeing him again. Oh, and I got to tell you, Brandy. While I'm thinking of it, at our last ACW okay. show, we had um, we we had a letter. To everybody's attention, uh, one of our wrestlers, um, he was one of the Texas Outlaws, the Bone Crusher Bobby Burns. I call him Crybaby Bobby Burns. But anyways, <laughs> um, he was like commissioner for one night. And some of, because of some of his actions, I got to get in the ring and read a letter to him oh. and his son Cody. <laughs> Announcing nice. that he was no longer going to be commissioner, and that they oh had made goodness. a decision to choose another. Well, they Something. thought, and yeah. especially Cody, Cody thought the new commission, acting commissioner, was going to be Granny. No, really? <laughs> it oh, wasn't. No, it, so cool. it, it it wasn't. But you know, and I stopped That's and so I said, cool. "Oh, well, that could be. That could be." They're like certain the granny can't, you know. But it wasn't me. It wasn't me. But you know, oh, I got so to read that letter, though. and I tell you, I wish somebody would have videotaped that because Granny oh, read that letter, heart phone. and soul. No, they do. Their phones were out. You know they were. Just wait. They'll start putting it out when they get to, and you'll find them. Well, I don't know, but well, you know, but it, it was a lot of fun for me to get to read. So no, you know, cause they, cool. and 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 you know, and as pro, and and I told them, and Bobby says, "What are you doing in my ring, Granny?" And I said, "Bobby, <laughs> shut up." I said. I said, give me that microphone, and I took the microphone out of his hand, and I said, hello, boy, (laughs) and I said, as president of the Arkansas Championship Wrestling Fan Club, I have been instructed to read this letter, (laughs) and I poured my heart and soul out, let me tell you. Hey, Granny, I got a question for you. You know, Uh what was the nickname that you... What was the nickname that you gave to him? Crybaby Bobby Burns. Now, now who is Double Dork? Double Dork was on our show. David Smith. Are you? 
Here's the definition of the definition double D, and his real name is David Smith. He was on our show, and I call him Double Dork. Okay, that's what I'm saying. You always seen the word Dork, (laughs) D-O-R-K. Yeah, Double Dork. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love it. See? Clever names. I love it. By the way, have we figured out what the hell happened to Big Swing? Do we know? No, he I don't know what happened to him. He disappeared. I'm sure he's okay. Big Swing, I hope you're okay. What state does he live in? New York. New York. Oh, oh Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's probably not on the line, guys. No, he's not. Because uh, they're, they're, they're real lockdowns, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're tiny. Well, I know. But it's just, you know. So look at the time. It's definitely midnight to where he's at. So, yeah, he, he probably lost the, uh, you know, connection. Well, see, he's uh, actually running the Wi-Fi. switchboard. So, you know, he's, he's running the, the switchboard for all this. You know, we're, 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 we got, what, eight minutes before it technically gets cut Yeah, off we got anyway. eight so minutes. We're good. We're good. I, yeah. I, you know. <laughs> where you at, Otto? Where'd you go? Bro? He left a long time ago. Oh, he went surfing <laughs> that night. Okay, got it. <laughs> he said he was getting out of here. He was tapping out, so <laughs> he was tapping out of here. So hey, good. That's what he said. <laughs> I got I got you this week, bro. When you come over, don't freaking kill me, I'm sure. <laughs> I've been waiting for Otto Von Clutch to actually show me some amputee style moves. And uh so yeah, he gets to he gets to actually Get his name out there and say, "Hey, I I, I trained with Tattoo Girl on some of these ideas." So I'm really excited to uh, to be uh, doing that, and I'm pretty sure we'll have some videos of us working out and just being uh, <laughs> just being us Californians <laughs> in Orange County. So, yep, that's uh, that's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun to look uh, forward to that. That'd be cool. Anybody done their senses yet? No. I, I haven't either. To do I, our I what? Too much stuff going on. Our <laughs> 2020 census. <laughs> you act like you just woke up. So, they don't even know if they're even going to have our international convention up in Milwaukee or not for the Moose Lodge in May. They haven't decided on that either. But the way they're canceling well, all yeah, these keep... mid-year conferences, I wouldn't be surprised okay. if they went ahead and canceled it. They need to. Not that many that, people's going to show you know, up, I'm afraid. So, well, what it is is that they're slowly allowing us to have certain amount of people in a, a group area. So right now it's ten. I'm pretty sure by the time we get you know fully through April, that by then we're allowed to be around ourselves and, and our families soon because of how quickly people are getting their blood uh, taken and that piece of paper that says that you have done this and you are clean. Well, the thing, yeah, so, but the thing, the thing, the thing on, is you know? with the, but the thing is with our with our organization, Brandy, is they have already put Moose Haven, which is our senior facility down in Florida, on lockdown. Moose Heart up in Chicago, yeah, well, yeah, they near have, Chicago, they have to to is on lockdown. Right yeah, I know, is. but every I mean, no, but they've is. canceled. But see, the thing is, today I'd heard on the scary. news or somewhere where they're talking about we may still be not be able to go anywhere for eight more sure. weeks. 
is sure. what they're saying. And that's just being realistic, you know, but here's the bright side of it is like, hey, you know, just hang in there. This will be lifted soon. But and, the thing uh, you know, is, the thing is, if that, if that eight weeks, if that eight weeks is true, if that eight weeks is true, then that's going to be cutting into the time of when our convention was supposed to be. So I haven't made my registration mm-hmm. yet, but I need to cancel yeah. my hotel if is, I'm not going. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But like so, I said, just hang in there, wait, wait another, you know, 10 days. And let's see exactly how, how we're all getting through this, this particular week. So people can just, you know, kind of, Take a breath for a minute. It isn't going to be lifted tomorrow, and that's the point. Just, like, be sensible and realize that, uh, hey, oh, yeah. don't freak out. I mean, I, don't freak no, out. No, like I said, I haven't been going anywhere, so, I mean, yeah. except to the grocery store when I need to go get groceries. Yeah, exactly. Yep, and, uh, you know, just, I always do these little, you know, videos to keep everybody laughing that have, you know, they can't sleep at night, anxiety, you know, any kind of PTSD moment. I'm absolutely uh, looking out for all of those people that are just simply lost, you know. So if you guys find me on uh, Facebook or TikTok, guys, find me online. Please don't hesitate to ask any questions if you guys are serious and, and very upset. I will talk to you. Absolutely. Well, I kind of say we wrap this up. I don't know what happened to Big Swing, but. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, make sure everybody uh, joins us uh, next week. Uh, we have uh, Bobo Brazil, like I said. We have uh, Divinity, and we have Phil Musnick. So uh, join us next week. Chip on Stay Cooler. safe, everyone. Love you right, guys. Uh, Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. And we have no one to play the outro, so I <laughs> Let's see if I can come up with an outro myself. I don't know if that'll work, but uh we can uh no, that's not gonna work, is it? No. It won't. All right, well, uh, join us uh, all next week. Uh, We'll all be here, we hope, and uh, we want all our listeners to be safe. And, uh, you know, this coronavirus is nothing to mess with. Uh, Listen to your local officials, and uh, if they tell you to stay put, stay put. Uh, Do what they tell you. Do what they request of you. Uh, We want to to get through this, and... uh, we all want to uh, be together on this. So uh, everybody be safe. Uh, stay in contact with your family members. Uh, every day uh, is a new day, but every day is not guaranteed. And most of all, don't forget to tell all your loved ones how much you love them because tomorrow is never guaranteed. And never, ever forget who you are, never forget where you come from, and never forget who your nucleus is. And your nucleus is your family. Your family loves you. You love them. And, uh, yeah. So I'm just going to talk this out until uh, till it goes done. Uh, we got about 60 seconds, I know. So uh, be tuning in next week. We'll have another great Power Pack show for you. We love all our listeners. And, uh, you know, we want you to know that uh, 
with the last 30 seconds. We all appreciate everything you guys do when you listen to us. Uh, we are going to continue bringing great content content every week. Uh, we're not going anywhere. We're going to be here to entertain you. We're all going to be we're all in this together. So, because of the show, tune in next week. And remember, we're always, always together in this fight. <laughs>